great books write themselves. Only bad books have to be written. If you have a book in you and you think you're a writer, you need to be listening to my next guest. Hello and welcome to my podcast, Unapologetically KK. My guest today is Kira Jean, who is the founder of the DreamWork Collective, which is a publishing house for digital and print. Hi, Kira, and welcome to Unapologetically KK. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's such a pleasure to have you here because who doesn't want to know a publishing house and who doesn't want <laughs> to write a book? I'm sure everyone has a story within them and everyone wants to be a published author. So I want to talk to you about what it takes to publish a book and uh, you also have a creative writing workshop, but you're a life coach, a yoga teacher, a writer yourself, a spiritual teacher and a mentor. So tell us something about yourself. Wow. <laughs> well, firstly, thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's, it's always so nice when you get to talk about something that you love and something that you're passionate about. So I have been in the personal development industry for over a decade. Mm -hmm. I started as a child and family therapist working with children on the spectrum of autism. Mm -hmm. And uh, through my process of working with them, I realized that a lot of the traditional tools that I had been given were not helping them so much. And right. it took me on this journey of looking into Eastern modalities for healing and mm -hmm. wellness. And I started using techniques like mindfulness and meditation with the children as a way to help calm them and help them, uh, you know, feel that they have some, some space and uh, self-awareness as well. And uh, through that process, I then went on to become a qualified yoga teacher and life coach. And, and now what I really do is I merge all of those different elements in my work as a coach and a mentor. Mm. And uh, that also feeds into the work that I do now with authors as well. Um, I grew up on stage as an actress and a right. singer. Um, from the age of four, I was on stage until right up into my 20s. Mm -hmm. And so now there's this, this merge of that creative part of the work that I've done when I was younger to also this almost spiritual element um, to, to creativity. And what we really love to do is help other people do their dream work in the world. I've been so lucky in my lifetime to be able to do things that I love. And for me, it's all about helping other people know how they can do that too. And bring their dreams alive. Exactly. That's amazing. <laughs> That's You are a self-published author. You have your own book. And that book came about when you experienced a personal loss? Yeah, absolutely. So I've always been a writer. Uh, since I was little, I was always writing and reading. Um, but I was never really a good one, apparently so. So <laughs> I failed a lot of my writing classes at school. And, you know, the main reason was that I had too much to say. So I could never get all my thoughts and ideas down on paper fast enough to create something that was, you know, able to be read by others. So at the time, though, when I was young, my best friend was an incredibly gifted writer mm -hmm. who, you know, she could put three words on a page and it would be the most amazing thing you've ever read. Wow. And so we both had this passion for changing the world. We grew up in a very small town and felt that we were the odd ones. You know, we were different. We wanted to get out there and, and make a difference somehow. And we thought the way to do that was to get really, really famous. <laughs> 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 because we looked up to all these celebrities at the time. You know, when you're young, you just think that 
you know, that's the, that's the key yes. to success and to having an impact and influence in the world. And so she was going to be a famous writer and actress, and I was going to be a famous singer and speaker. And we had these dreams, um, but she suffered uh, diabetes. And, you know, um, it was around, I'm trying to think now, six, seven years ago, uh, she started to lose her vision and become ill because of complications with that disease. And in the end, she passed away. And the last message that she had written me before she passed away was how she felt that my version of the red carpet was just around the corner for me and that she really regretted that she hadn't published any of her own work. Mm -hmm. So she had been working professionally as a copywriter for other people. And she had written books and blogs and all these different things, but never pursued her own ambitions. And that's what she had shared with me that she really regretted that she hadn't done that. So when she did pass away, I, you know, amongst all that grief, I just said that, like, that could have been me. We were the same age. Um, Mm. Our birthdays were a month apart. And I just thought, what am I doing? Like, why am I waiting and just messing around? And I was inspired at that time to just write a, a book. Um, at the time, I, I wasn't very strategic and I didn't know what I know now, but I just had this feeling like I've got to put something out into the world. Yeah. And uh, I don't care how it happens and I want it to happen fast and I just have to birth this thing. Mm. And that's what I did. But through that process, um, particularly self-publishing, I realized how difficult it really is. And in this region, there are media laws and censorship laws that were very new to me coming from Australia. I hadn't had to to deal with those things before. So it was a real learning curve. And that's what really motivated me to then help other people navigate that path. And Mm. so the DreamWork Collective was really born. I always say it was born out of grief. And I think so many world-changing ideas are born from our own pain and suffering. And Mm -hmm. we find purpose in that somehow through it all. And that's, uh, you know, why the DreamWork Collective is not just um, a business or a publishing house. It's a movement and it's a way to help other people now take whatever is inside of them and get it out into the world and not wait on it. That's amazing because writing a book is such a personal experience. But obviously, once you've written it, it's a daunting experience of getting it out there. Nobody writes a book just for themselves and or, you know, for them or their family members to read. Uh, and, and that works with any creative field. You don't create just for yourself. You have to create and then you have to share. Um, and, and having a publishing house that is passionate about and has a mission to not let anyone die with having a book in them. And this is something that I read, you know, uh, online about you. That's, that's amazing. Um, So how do you go about choosing your authors? Well, (laughs) there's a couple of ways. I mean, for us, obviously, the book idea is important. Mm -hmm. Uh, Their skill is important. Mm -hmm. But we're really looking at the people themselves. Um, For us, the DreamWork Collective is about impact. So we're really looking at taking on books that we know are going to have an impact in the world. I always say, you know, the first criteria when I'm looking at a proposal for a book is, okay, how many people can this help? Or how many lives can this change? And so that's our our overarching criteria. But then there's other details. So, you know, how much time does the author have um, 
to invest in the post-publishing uh, process, which involves, you know, book tours and signings and all of that sort of stuff. We look at, you know, what their following is already. And we, we really take a, a look at all the aspects that go into making a book successful. And we're very flexible in our approach, unlike a lot of traditional publishers, in that we want to work collaborative with our, collaboratively with our creatives and fill in the gaps. So they may have a really strong uh, following. And so for us, it's about, you know, creating a, a beautiful book that is something that their following is going to be interested in. Sometimes they're a debut author with a brilliant idea, but no one to sell their book to. Right. They have no following. And so then that's what we have to work on and, and you know, use our resources and skills and our team to fill in those gaps as well. So when it comes to choosing our authors, it's really about, okay, what's their passion and mission, their overarching goal? How can we best support them? And, you know, who is this book for? What's it like? How's it going to sit within the market or on the shelf next to other books? And how is this unique and different to other books that are out there? So going back uh, a step, you have creative workshops for first-time writers to help them write a book. So they have an idea, they can come to your workshop and you will, I guess, help them find their voice and their writing style to put that idea into a book. So what is the first thing someone needs to do when they have this idea? They need to think about who it's for. So... As you said, you know, we don't just write books for ourselves. And although it's a a beautiful process to be able to put word to paper and tell your story or share your ideas, ultimately the purpose of that for most writers Mm. is to then share that and have some sort of impact on others. And when I say impact, I don't just mean has to change people's lives, but it could be to entertain them, to make people laugh or uh, whatever it might be. And so... When it comes to our writing workshops, we really kind of reverse engineer it. So we look at, well, what's the ultimate goal? Who, who does this, whose hands does this book need to get into? Right. And then from there, you start to create and develop your idea more with that target audience in mind. So is that what you recommend a writer should do? Because most of the time you read that if you have an idea, just write. Yes. You know, just put your put your ideas on a paper and then you can tweak it because isn't it a bit daunting to think about your audience when you're writing your book? Yeah, it can be. And of course, you know, writing is a practice and in our workshops, we teach it as a a daily practice. And so we share a lot of techniques and tools so our new writers can start to develop that craft. And we look at writing as a craft. There's a lot of, you know, very fast tracked options to becoming an author these days. But what we really want to instill in our our new writers is to take time to develop their craft. Mm. So if somebody has a very clear idea already what their book is about, Mm. then that's when you would start looking at, okay, and then who's it for? And now let me bring all those ideas to life. But if you've got a new writer who's like, I know I have a book inside me, but I have no idea what that book is. I just have a passion for writing or storytelling. That's when we would start to help them develop their writing skills and practice and strengthen their craft as a writer. So in part of this, this creativity workshop, is it for people who are 
let's say, going through a writer's block? Is it for somebody, like you said, who has never written a book, who fancies writing a book? What kind of uh, audience do you see? What kind of people do you see coming to you? We see all kinds of people. Uh, it's a four-hour workshop, the the one that we run. So it's almost, you know, it's a half a day workshop. And we have everyone from people who do have ideas or have written a manuscript and they're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have people who just kind of want to do it as a personal practice. Like they right. just love writing or journaling and they want to, you know, engage with other creatives in that way. And then we have those that know that they have an idea or that there is some sort of book that they want to bring to life, but they need help and and really pulling that out from from themselves. So we it caters for everybody. And in your workshops, are you able to kind of pick out people and say, okay, you know what, this this person, this idea, I think that's going to work. Yes. And I think that's one of uh, the keys and, and a different point in the DreamWork Collective is that We want to give back. I mean, that's what it's all about for us and for me personally. So, you know, the workshops are a great way for us to find incredible talent Mm -hmm. or good ideas, but at the same time, be giving back. So we're not just, you know, waiting for talent to come to us or scouting for talent, you know, even those that are not quite ready to be published authors yet will still get value out of the workshops and still be able to develop their craft and, you know, will always be there waiting for them when they reach that point that they want to publish. So what can a person expect from a publisher? I've written a book, I have a draft and I'm looking for a publisher. How do you find a publisher? That's my first question, because from that is- <laughs> everything that you read online, it's not an easy process. No. And I think with technology, we all know that that's changed the publishing industry quite a lot. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have a background in publishing. Uh, I just have a lot of passion and I've learned about it over the last seven years, um, obsessively. (laughs) But it wasn't until I really got into the industry that I understood uh, how much of an impact the digital world is kind of having on the traditional publishing industry. And so when it comes to finding a publisher, there's so many different options now. Like we've never lived in a time where we have so many ways to be published. So there's Mm. self-publishing, of course, we know, you know, through platforms such as Amazon, you can publish your own book, you can upload it, you can do ebook formats now. Um, But when it comes to publishers, the process of finding a publisher can be quite difficult. Um, One of the reasons that I created the company here is that there weren't really any small independent publishers helping new upcoming authors uh, to get their work out into the world. There was some bigger publishers, um, but a lot focused more on magazines and corporate um, content and products. And so we wanted to really um, provide a different service. So finding a publisher in this region is very difficult. And one of the reasons that I created the DreamWork Collective, because when I self-published my book, I self-published because I didn't really feel that there was any other option here. Right. When it comes to, you know, reaching out to publishers, it's really important to be prepared. One thing I can say is, uh, unlike us, a lot of traditional publishers don't really care about good ideas. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. They really want you to approach them, you know, with three or four chapters of the book. A lot of them expect the entire manuscript, one that has been edited numerous times professionally. Um, they won't look at something 
something that has not been edited. They won't look at something that's just an idea on a page. Uh, You really need to have done the work in order for them to actually see any potential in you. So basically giving them a book. Yes. An actual book that can go to print. Yes, and they would obviously um, make editorial changes and design changes themselves. But uh, for them to see value in it, they want to know that you've done most of the (laughs) work. Uh, And that for them is a lot less risky um, to invest in you and your project because they know that you've got something of value and they just kind of need to to perfect it before yeah. it goes out. Yeah. But there are other publishing houses and what you are one of them yes. where you are encouraging people to write. So you are listening yes. to ideas and then telling people, yes, you know, if you come up with a good book, we would publish you. Yes. Absolutely. And one of the exciting things, we just uh, launched um, a branch of our company in the US. And one of the exciting things with the digital uh, world kind of, you know, making challenges and waves in the publishing industry is that it's actually... I wouldn't say backfired, but it's created this movement of independent authors and independent publishers Hmm. because self-publishing isn't for everybody. And traditional publishers are suffering in the face of this rise of digital content. And uh, the independent publishers, smaller publishing houses like ours are thriving. So when we launched in the States at the end of last year, we were received so well. Um, we did a big book tour. Um, it was a children's book and we saw, you know, around 800 kids and um, launched it in New York. And we were received so beautifully because mm. there's a lot of independent bookstores popping up all over the place because there's a lot of us that don't want to lose that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we don't want to lose yeah. the print books. We still love the idea of going to a bookshop being part of a community, a creative community that honors the written word. Yeah. Well, we all have, a, in my family, we all have a Kindle. And recently my son uh, just turned around and said, can I start buying books again? Because yeah. I just want to have a physical copy. And, you know, it was like, why don't you buy books that you would want to reread and then go onto the Kindle and buy digital books? More for the environmental side of it. But it's still there are people who are passionate about holding a book. It's a completely different experience. It is. But do you see that as a dying industry? No, I don't. And uh, I know a lot of people would disagree with me. And I... You know, I've faced so much, uh, like a lot of questioning when I open my business. I mean, so many people have told me it's never going to work. Um, But uh, we're proving them wrong, which is good. That's amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) But I do not think it's a a dying art. Um, The industry has changed. Yes, the way that we buy books is different. Mm-hmm. Definitely, we buy it mostly online. We don't yeah. necessarily go to stores anymore. Right. But it's shifting to where we feel so disconnected that we actually want to be part of a community. Mm. We want to go to meet an author in a bookshop and get our books signed. Uh, we want to engage with other readers and book clubs are, are thriving at the moment. And so it's changing, yes, but I don't think it's dying. Wow. In terms of the 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 publisher, as I said, you come with a book. What what's next? 
Well, it re- yeah, it's a, that's a really tough question because it really depends on what you're coming to the publisher with. The, the thing that I can say is be as prepared as possible. Mm. Make sure you have someone help you to write a book pitch uh, so that you can, when you're pitching it, you're talking about the things that actually matter to the publisher, not what you think they might want to hear. Right. Make sure that you've written the book or at least part of it so that the publisher can have an idea of what your level of skill is and how the story is going to unfold and what they have to work with. What I would say is key right now and, you know, whether this is a good thing or a bad thing, it really is a following. So publishers want to know that you have an audience who want to hear from you. So if you have a great idea for a book, but no audience, then I would suggest while you're writing the book Mm. to also build your audience at the same time. And that's online, like on Facebook and Instagram. Social media, yeah, or um, an email list. But you really need to be able to show that you have people who are going to want to read your book once it comes out into the world. So how how do you do that with if as I said if you're a first time writer how what recommendations would you give for somebody to build up an online social media Well this following? is something that we do at the Dreamwork Collective uh, because this plays such a big part in the success that we've had with our books it is really around building a personal brand mm. um, and I know that words thrown those words are thrown around a lot these days um, and what does that really mean but it really means that you have to be able to communicate your art or your words or your uh, beliefs, your vision, your Mm -hmm. mission, whatever it might be, you have to be able to communicate that with others. Now, for many writers, a lot of them like to be a writer because they're not confident being a speaker and being out in front of other people. They like to sit behind their computer and type away. And so one of the challenges I know a lot of writers and creatives face is getting over often a lot of mental and emotional blocks to be able to put themselves out there and put their work out there. But the one tip that I would give is to not wait or hold anything back and Mm -hmm. to start sharing your thoughts and ideas with people right away. So create your social media following and find your audience. So now I have, let's say, a social media following for of a couple of thousand people. How, are you able to understand the audience from that? Yes. And then take that forward. Is that what would happen? Is that the publishing house would then say, okay, I think I see that you do have some interest in, in the way you write and the way you create. And then you take that forward. Well, we help our writers to build an audience. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as, as we've spoken about, we really work with new and upcoming writers. Traditional publishing houses would, even with two, 3,000 followers, would not really be interested in, in what you have to say. They're looking for people who have, you know, 30, 40 50,000 followers up and so that's up. A, that's a big number. I mean, it you is. have to be more or less somebody who is yes. absolutely sure to that you want to be a writer and you have taken years to develop that social media platform of yours. I mean, would you really have, this is, this is not a first time writer then. If you've got a 50,000 following, you've not just come up with an idea to say, I want to write a book. This is somebody who has really worked at wanting to have that book out there, almost has you know, a book that's ready to be published. So 
then you're going to someone who's almost going to print it and package it for you and and get it out there. But that's very few people who are at that stage. I'm sure there's a bigger number who kind of just yes. have an idea and don't even know if they can write. Yeah, and I'm not judging traditional publishers. And when I say traditional, I mean those bigger publishing houses. Uh, you know, they're doing what they need to do um, to really create amazing products and put them out into the world. What I will say is that there are smaller publishing houses, independent publishers like us, um, that are a kind of meeting in the middle. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you have a following of 5,000, 10,000, or even the potential to really build a following quite quickly because the idea around the book is, is amazing and we can see that that has potential to build a movement around that, then that's something that we would look at. Um, but I feel bad saying, saying this kind of stuff. I feel like I'm so negative, but it's just that I've seen so many writers come to me just not understanding why it's not working. And I think that, you know, in this region in particular, um, publishing is relatively new in the sense that there's not a lot of publishers here that are committed to uh, taking authors internationally. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel that there's an educational element to the work we do at the DreamWork Collective. And we really, we just have an obligation to be honest about what it takes. And when we are approached by any author, the things that we really ask them is, you know, well, what, what's your actual goal here? Yeah. You know, for some people, they're like, I want to be published by one of, you know, the big five, we call them. So the big, biggest publishing houses. And it's like, right, okay, well, X, Y, and Z needs to be done first before you can approach them. And they will go away and be like, right, you know, even if it takes me five, 10 years, that's what I want. Yeah. Um, others are like, you know, I just want to get this out quickly. I already have a big following. I want to maintain creative control over my work. And so self-publishing is a great option for them. And then there's those that are like, I want to work with a smaller publisher who I know will take care of us, mm. take care of my work, who really believes in me. And then that's when, you know, they'll approach more independent and smaller publishers. But writing a book doesn't mean you're a professional writer because there are writers who have a series of books and there must be people who have one idea and then that's all it is. Yeah. Do you find that that people who, who are first-time writers just have that one idea and then they can't take that forward into another book or continue to write? And then would you support someone like that who just has one book in them? We do, definitely, because I often think that the reason people only put out one book or have one idea is because once they actually try to put that out into the world, they're just, you know, they hit so many roadblocks that they kind of get put off by doing wow. it again. But we take on authors that, you know, it, maybe it's uh, it's more about their story. Mm. So they want to write an autobiography. And I mean, you can only really tell that story once. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's not a yeah. sequel to that unless, you know, you then write another book about the next 30, 40 years of your life. So we definitely do that. Uh, it doesn't need to be a series. Obviously, series are exciting for any publisher. Yeah. Uh, but we don't necessarily always um, only take on authors who can guarantee to continue producing books for us. Yeah, because like even somebody like J.K. Rowling struggled to write something else after her Harry Potter series. Yeah. You know, it's it's about do you look at the potential of the writer as what they can write beyond that book that and they are coming to you 
with or do you just look at that book that and that idea that they are coming to you with? Yeah, so I can't speak for other publishers. I know that they might want to know if they're investing in an author that they're going to continue being able to produce works that can be published. For us, our approach is a little bit different. Um, we're not just looking at you know, can the author um, produce books that we can publish for them? But also, you know, are they skilled in speaking? Can they contribute in other ways? Are there, um, you know, skills that they have that we can, you know, through the DreamWork Collective uh, provide or an offer to a community or an audience? So, We're launching a digital platform and through that digital platform, we're showcasing a lot of our authors' other talents so mm -hmm. that it's not just purely relying on books and publishing because that takes time. It takes time for yeah. the writer to write it and then obviously for us to publish it and then to get it out into the world. But we're really looking at innovative and creative ways that, you know, the authors can express their talents in various ways, not just putting them out into the world in the form of a book. And what does the promotion of the book look like? What what are, what do you do with that once it's gone to print? And then what's that journey? It's different for everyone. But what I would say is whether you're going with a publisher or not, you would need to, um, if you're self-publishing, you would need to invest in some sort of professional PR <laughs> marketing. It's right. really important. Um, when it comes to sales and getting your book into stores, uh, you need to have a distributor who can do that for you. Most bookstores don't want to deal with individual authors yes. because there'd be thousands and thousands of them knocking on their door. Yeah. So you need to have some people in your corner. You need to have representatives. In, and how does the, if you're self-publishing, how do you decide that I need to print these many books and I need to, do you have to go to the stores individually and say, can you stock these many Well, Copies? if you're self-publishing, uh, I wouldn't really recommend approaching bookstores yourself. They won't take on the title, usually. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, there's some that are different um, and always out of the norm. But normally, bookstores will only deal with their, you know, distributors or buy books directly from a publisher. So if you want your book to be in the shelves of bookstores, you will need to Um, either a distributor representing you if you're a self-published author or, you know, instead of self-publishing, go with a publisher who can do all that hard work for you. And how do you decide if someone comes to you and you take on a writer about how many copies of these books need to be published? Do you, you obviously sit down and, and, and assess that to see what is the audience, where this is going to go, where it's going to be placed? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, you know, it takes a lot of work and we invest so much time and energy into to really understanding um, what, you know, what the requirements are and how far the book can go. And as our company is growing and we're expanding into new territories, we're just launched in the US, we're looking in the UK, um, Australia, and uh, but globally um, in 2019. Uh, that <laughs> that's a whole other uh, ball game, and you know, being able to analyze and understand the market and the interest for for every book that we have is um, something that takes a lot of time. And are different uh, countries different in the way you need to work as a publishing house? I mean, it's not just obviously attracting the talent, but also publishing the book. Is it different yeah. here as compared to the US or the UK? Yes, I would say so. Every market, I mean, it's. That's, I'm sure, for any business in the world, um, 
as you're approaching new or different markets, you always have to meet meet the people where they're at. So every market is different. Um, the US and UK are very established uh, markets. Um, they have a lot of uh, tradi- more traditional ways of um, going about getting your book into stores or getting published. Whereas here, um, they're a lot more open to innovative and creative ways to make stuff happen. And we've had people who want to sponsor book projects. Um, We've had uh, really cool events. We had um, a children's book called Girls Do Good, which launched in uh, October last year. We had a book launch that was basically run by kids themselves. And so here they're a lot more open. So it's different uh, globally. New markets yeah. give you the freedom to kind of develop the the process as you go along. Yeah, I think it's, you know, as any business owner, you've just got to be able to to understand people. And I think that's where my background in psychology and um, that it really helps me because I'm able to see market trends and understand what uh, people are really looking for. And right now I can say that uh, thing experience is key. So um, bringing, you know, digital experiences into print books is really exciting. Having very um, fun or engaging book launches or book signings is something that people are loving. So it's about being under, being able to understand people and how to communicate your ideas with them. And for us, it, we're just in that middle. <laughs> we play that middle part where we've got the incredible author who's got an amazing idea or story. And our job is just to be able to communicate that with an audience. It's definitely a really important part of the process, because as I said, you know, if a creative person doesn't have an outlet or a platform to share his or her creativity, it just turns into something negative within yourself you you want to you want to get your creativity out in the world you want people to see it you obviously want people to appreciate it and you want to reach an audience there's nothing better than than creating a book or anything for that matter and and having people enjoy it and and love it and appreciate it that's what all of us want to do and just having a publishing house like yours which is independent and is looking at new talent and and kind of making the process a little bit easy, yes. I guess, you know, for getting out there is is amazing. Yeah, I mean, that was my goal. It was just to make it feel more doable. And so we're always looking at different ways. And I feel <laughs> I feel sorry for my, my team sometimes because I'm like, okay, now we're going this way. Now we're going this way <laughs> because we're just trying to come up with so many different ways that we can just make it so easy and simple. For, for example, when I started, um, It really was just about publishing. I was like, okay, I'll take somebody's book and I'll publish it for them and make that easy so they can focus on doing what they love rather than having to deal with printers and, you know, getting approvals and all that sort of stuff. Then when I did that, I realized people don't even know how to, like what publishing means or what their rights are. And so then that became the kind of educational and workshop element of it where I was like, well, gosh, we need to educate writers on what their rights are and how to negotiate contracts and stuff like that. And then, you know, we were publishing books and I realized wait, there's, there's no way for these to get out into the world. Yeah. So then that's when we opened up the distribution arm of our company to be able to service our authors in that way as well. So, so you are a one-stop shop. 
Yes. Once a writer comes to you, they're in good hands and you're yeah, going to handle Yeah, they're stuck with us forever. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> no. That's amazing to hear. So where can we find you? Somebody who wants to publish a book, how do we find you? Obviously social media. So we're at the Dreamwork Collective on all social media platforms. We have our bookshop, our online bookshop, which is at thedreamworkcollective.store. And we are soon to be launching our new website, the Dreamwork Collective. It's not up just yet because we're redoing it, but that's going to be an an online hub essentially for people to go and and get all the answers to to these questions that you're asking me and get to know our authors and, you know, purchase the books and find out about our authors' experiences and just be part of this community that we're building. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Kira. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And I'm going to start thinking about my book idea as well. Thank you. I look forward to it. Thanks so much. Thank you. This is Kanchan Kulkarni saying goodbye for now and speak to you again soon.